out. Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and get right into this thing. So you ever wake up and, and take a look around at your life and think to yourself, crap, crap. It's just not going nearly as well as you had thought it would, you had planned for. And then of course it doesn't help. You get on social media and there you are, you're watching the lives of other people and they're just flashing these beautiful scenes on the screen, pictures of how amazing things are. And you think to yourself, you know, I know those people, that's bullshit. They're not, they're not doing any better than, than I am. And yet, uh, you kind of, kind of feel like they are. Let's go ahead and open the box on this. Let's go ahead and open up some stuff that we aren't really talking about. I mean, you've probably been on the, on jumped into that conversation where someone's posted something and it's like, well, that's, well, that's not appropriate for, for social media. We can't be talking about our alcoholism and our domestic relationship or anything like for God, God forbid that that should be a crime, right? I don't know. Maybe by the time you get done with this conversation, I think you're going to have a different perspective on where we are and more importantly, how you can actually rock and roll it like you dream of doing but can't seem to get started when we come back. All right, so let's go ahead and see if we can break this down so that we all understand where we're at and, and, and find some truth in, the re- in our reality, right? Because that's really the issue. When I first started this quest to try and figure out what the, the meaning of life, and not, not the meaning of life based on the world, but just the meaning of life based on me, because I knew in my mind, I knew when I'd wake up in the morning, I wasn't feeling like I was getting ready to go fishing. I wasn't that excited about mowing the lawn or fixing the fence or getting up on the roof and patching it or all the crap I was doing, and yet there I was doing it. And my, my relationship wasn't great. Um, my employment, I had a great job, but I wasn't the best employee in the world. And despite all that, if you go back to those, those, those Facebook posts, those social media posts that I engaged in during that time, all you're going to see is happiness and joy. Oh, there isn't a bad element to my life, right? And, of course, that is the cancer to why we are so inept at fixing our broken lives, right, our imperfect lives. Now, just imagine for a second if you were to actually step back from what you've been taught, what you've been taught to believe, and and just go ahead and take a minute and say, what is true? What is the reality of this? And then, of course, the other battle that we face, along with just stepping back and being honest with yourself, is is if you're if you're not in the pit. In other words, if you're not dealing with an, an abusive husband and and your 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 life is so bad that the only place you can go is up. That's even more reason for you to accept the fact that, oh, my God, my life is perfect. But the question we're going to get to and the answers we're going to sort out of this whole mess is, is your life really as perfect as you're acting, as you're posting? Why is that critical? Because once we start seeing the truth in our choices and the true reality of the life we live, that's, that's when we can start actually establishing a new benchmark for ourselves that allows us to advance. If it doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere, if it doesn't feel like your life is growing and you're down the road a year, two years, five years down the road, you, you're actually going to be able to see something is incredibly more beneficial to you, maybe debt-free, maybe your relationship is as good as it can possibly be and you're still working on it you wake up excited about her she's excited about you you know that if that's what you're looking at stick around because we're going to talk about not only how to turn the noise off and start finding the reality in your own relationship but also how to start firing it up let's get into this thing i think i'm going to do this right
All right, so let's go ahead and dig into this thing. So the first thing we need to understand is the established standard for success because that's the basis by which we gauge our, our action against the world, our position within the world, right? And the first reality we have to address and the first fallacy that we have to address is that despite everything we're being told about how amazing our lives are, if you really take a look at it, you're probably not at, the, at a level of, of 10 on the scale of value. That's, I mean, that's just the truth. Does that mean you haven't accepted where you are and you're like not walking around in a stupor, in an angry funk because you have this life to live? No, no, of course not. Most of us don't do that, at least outwardly. Anytime we're in the company of other people, oh, yeah, hell, yeah, I love my life. Yeah, love my job, too. I'm really good at it, right? That's the, that's the dialogue. And, of course, it's laughs and oh, she's touching you and you're hanging out, putting on that public public facade on for the people around you the people oh yeah oh yeah but what would happen if you actually stepped away from that and you actually take a look at what you do every day based on how much energy it generates in your life there's where we're well, there's where we're falling short because if you're if you're waking up energized you, you are excited to get up in fact if you're on top of your game you're everything in your life is squared away because that's another key indicator that the things you're doing are connected to who you are and what you love to do what do i mean by that well let's just face it let's say the guy who a guy uh, let's see the hot rod guy you know those dudes who their motorheads they got that that chevy impala or that mach one mustang or whatever it is right and and it's impeccable and not only is it impeccable but they're their garage and all of the things they that associated with that are organized and and everything's coordinated and and there's never any kind of struggle or or very little struggle with going out and working on it because you just you're just in your zone right that is an indicator of where you are in your life and when you're when when your life isn't exactly where it's supposed to be the opposite obviously happens right Hey, just imagine this. Just think of anything you don't like to do that you do around the house every so often and, and how you feel about when you do it and actually how good a job you do. Now, if you're like me, I try to do a good job no matter whether I like it or not. But in order to ensure that, to make sure that I'm as successful as possible, the first thing I do is I try to pick shit that I love to do, which is why my wife and I are living in an apartment in Carbondale, Illinois. It's because I realize that I... I don't care how pretty it is or how good it smells or how cool it is. I have no interest in spending one minute behind a lawnmower. I have no interest in pulling weeds. I have no interest in painting fences. I have no interest in fixing a bunch of shit. And I have no interest in being stuck in one spot because I just had to have this thing called the American dream. And that's where the truth comes in. Step away from everything you've been told. Step away from everything you believe just long enough to spend some time in your own head and start asking yourself some simple questions. How does it truly feel to do what you do every day? How cool is it to be married to him? How cool is it to wake up to her every day and, and with a plan? And, of course, the plan, you know the plan. Well, I'm a, we're going we're gonna to live together forever. That's the plan. That's the plan when we spend thirty dollars or $40,000 on a wedding, right? It's like, oh, everything's so beautiful. Oh, you're so beautiful. These institutions created to, for, to generate revenue for people within the economy. A, a wedding is not a, it doesn't guarantee success in the relationship. What it does is it guarantees success in the economy, right? 
as does so many other institutions like the house and the car and all that other stuff that we do. And yet, we accept it because, not necessarily because we reap them benefits, the high rewards for what we're getting, but rather because of what we believe. But if you really sit down, let's talk about the imperfections of it. How, how imperfect is the plan? Chances are you're probably not taking that type of an inventory. We haven't stopped long enough to take an inventory of our life to actually make a comparison between what we believe and what the truth is. So let's go ahead and do that when I come back. You're going to be surprised at what you figure out when we start pointing some things out to you. And the good news is once I start talking about how it is, I'm going to bring it around to how good it can be. All right, so I've been at this a while, and I realize there are some things I've forgotten about, some little tricks I've forgotten about. And the goal, my goal is just to get you thinking. You don't have to agree with everything I'm saying, but I just want to open your eyes to the true disparity in where you are versus where you think you are when it comes to what you believe. So let's play a little game. It's called You Pick It. It's really simple. I'm going to list, I'm going to, I'm going to list a couple things that you probably, I'm going to list you one thing that you're engaged in, and then I'm going to list another that you might be engaged in and you just in your own mind or on a piece of paper whatever however you want to do it you 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 pick what you'd rather be doing and that'll get the ball rolling on just how far apart our choices are from the things that actually add value to our life so let's go ahead and get started on this so here let's go ahead and start with this that's it's tuesday morning here you pick it you got up and get up in the morning you drink a cup of coffee you jump in your car haul ass to work and you spend the day busting your ass hating your boss and hating your job or you wake up in the morning at five o'clock in the morning, you drink your coffee, you jump in your car and you head down to the golf course and you play golf for eight hours and then you come home. You pick it, which is better for you. And, and of course, you can replace the golf thing, the good thing with anything that inspires you, right? Anything you'd get all fired up about, anything that you've given up because of the choices you've made. Another question here, you pick it, you pick it. Is it better to spend time out mowing the lawn or going fishing? You pick it. Again, the answer is obvious, or maybe is it better for you to spend your entire day cleaning house, washing windows, doing laundry, than it is to go hanging out with your friends, catch a nice lunch with, a, with some mojitos, and then go shopping with the girls? You pick it. I don't know. I could continue, I guess, but my, you, you kind of see my point. See, the choices we're making while we've been told these are perfect, perfect fit, this is the best decision you can make, Aren't, aren't actually the best choices we could be making. Now, what does that look like? I mean, when we talk about it, because, of course, this is where people get all scared. This is where my audience goes, oh, my God, what's he talking about? He telling me i got to sell the house and, and go live in an RV like he did? Is he telling me I need to sell the house and move into an apartment? I can't live in an apartment. i got three kids. Not telling you that at all. But what I am wanting to illustrate before we move on to the to the answer to this problem, as I see it, is... I want you to make sure that you understand where you are. Despite what you've been taught or what you believe, if you're really honest with yourself, there's really a good chance you're not having that much friggin' fun doing what you do every day. And part of the reason that you continue to do it isn't because you love it, it's because you accept it. I mean, let's face it. If I told you, hey, we'll do something else, you'd tell me, well, what the hell is that supposed to mean? What am I supposed to do? Which is exactly my point as we move forward. I mean, let's face it, you're not, you're not a, a rock and roll in your life. And if you are, you wouldn't be listening to this. 
You'd be out surfing or you'd be out riding uh, on your sailboat or you'd be serving drinks at your little part-time bar, a job at a, at a tiki hut bar on some, in, on some Caribbean island. I don't know what your juice is, but my point is you're definitely not engaged in that. And, of course, that's the, that's the issue and that's the imperfection in our lives and in our choices. But here's the good news. The good news is no matter where you are right now, no matter what aspect of your life you realize and isn't as great as you once believed, you are fully in charge. You are fully capable of changing it. We're going to talk about how to make that happen when I come back. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this thing. What is the truth? All right, let's just, let's just imagine for a second that you don't actually hate your life. There's nothing about your life you hate. Let's take the conversation the other direction. How many things in your life do you truly love? And when I talk about truly love, I'm not just talking about conventional standards and expectations with regard to our relationships. You gotta, I love my kids. I love my husband. I love what I do. Well, yes, I'm not talking about that though. What I'm talking about is actually a physical change that comes over you when you're engaged in the things you're doing, where you're elevated and you think about it. And a key indicator of whether you're on the right track or not is when that event ends or is about to end, you hate to see it. You're like, oh, man, I had such a good time. I wish it wasn't already over. I'm going to go take one more run down the slopes. I, I hate to give up on this. I'm not going to quit writing, but it's already 12 o'clock. I got to get up early tomorrow. Or you're in the gym and you're like me. I'm tossing around a jujitsu bag. I'm just a, a dummy that weighs 45 pounds. I'm trying to learn throws. And I'm like, oh, crap. I only have 15 minutes left. And then I got to go home, right? which there's nothing wrong with my life, but that is the gauge, right? So let's step away from this idea. Well, you know, I got a good life. I think we can do better than good. And that's the goal here. So how many things in your life are you looking at right now throughout the remainder of your day where you're actually going, hell yeah, I, if, if I had to choose anything to do and I had the time to do it, this would be the thing that I'm doing. This is the thing I'm so excited about. I just can't stand it. I can't imagine doing anything else. Uh, I'll give you a minute because most people are like, well, uh, uh, well, we're going to go vac- on vacation. Well, you know, I really, I really love my husband and I, and I love my, I love my life. Okay. All right. Good. Good for you. Well, obviously if that's the answer and you're not willing to go ahead and take an, uh, take an examination based on a comparison, because that's what it is, where you are right now and what you're doing right now. Is there anything in your life that you can compare to that would you'd rather be doing given what your current position is and what your current obligations are? This is where a lot of people, when this is where acceptance comes in and where it derails our ability to move forward. In most cases, when I started this adventure and I started talking about happiness and why I was so willing to change my life, sell everything, hit the road in an RV was because I came to the conclusion that despite what I had been taught to believe, I wasn't having as much fun as I could have. And bringing this conversation back around to you. I mean, yes, granted, you've accepted where you are, so you're not feeling any undue pressure. You get up every day at the same time and you do the same things. And of course, the cycle continues. But here's a point to consider. You're working right now. You're working for the life you're living. And you'll continue to work regardless of what type of life you're chasing. The question we need to ask ourselves is, if if I'm feeling this good because of what I'm doing now, and I'm capable to make that happen, why wouldn't I go ahead and step it up, step my game up instead of focusing on the standard um, standard plan that I've you've been given? Why wouldn't you go ahead and step it up and add a little spice to your life? Even if, it, even if it's kind of scary, even if you're not sure about it, maybe just start by 
talking about it, by thinking about it, by dreaming about it. Oh, there's a big word. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to get the ball rolling, and more than that, how quickly change comes your way and how easy it is. I hope you'll stick around. All right, as, 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 as weird as this might sound or as uncomfortable this might make you, um, let me ask you a simple question. What are you dreaming about right now? What, what big dreams do you have cooking in your life? If you're like most people, chances are you're so busy chasing your tail, you're so busy doing what you've been taught to do and that you've, the choices, maintaining the life that you have, that you can't imagine adding one more thing to your life. And, of course, there aren't any resources. You don't have any more time, and you certainly don't have any money. You, in fact, you don't have, you barely, some of us barely have enough money to make ends meet, much less add some new dynamic to our life that might send us to the pinnacle of success from the, from the standard of where I'm coming from, right? But let's face it, the reality is this. It's really a lot simpler than that because there are a lot of things you can do to add energy and, and fuel to your tank that don't involve money. They involve time. And, and in some cases, it doesn't even involve time because you're already engaged in those activities. It all comes down to how effective you become and the reason that you take action every day. Let's go ahead and talk about that relationship that you have, right? That, that, that person, that special person that you, you married, and, of course, you put all that, that big celebration into that, and you spent all that money, and now you're together, and you have kids, and you have that house. Can you imagine, can you imagine dreaming about how great it would be if, if he were the same person he was when you married him or even better he was who he is now but he's just a better version of who you met he's just expounded on how kind he was and how considerate he was and how gentle he was and how how caring and compassionate he was can you imagine how wonderful the rest of your life would be think about it you're sitting there and you get home from work and all of a sudden uh, you're, you're just not feeling it you've spent a tough day and he comes in and out of the blue he's like hey listen baby just sit down i got this i'm gonna do the dishes and i'll get supper done don't worry about the kids i'll get the baths and you just sit there here's a glass of wine and then maybe later on i can rub your feet with some lotion you know how i do when you yeah, or I used to do when we first got together and you just fall off to sleep you doze off to sleep i don't even want anything returned i'll catch you later on that can you imagine how much better you would feel about your relationship, how much warmer your feelings would be for the person you share your life with if that was the interaction that you were greeted with on an occasion? And, of course, ladies, if you're, if you're thinking about this and you're looking at the man you're married to, you're like, there's no friggin' way. There's no friggin' way he's going to come in and tell me shit like that. That is crazy. I might as well hope to win the lottery, right? And in some cases, that is exactly true. But it's not because it's not possible. It's simply because that's not our mindset. In most cases, we have an identity. And once we establish that identity for who we are and the roles we play in our relationships, it gets real difficult for us to dream about something better. And more than that, it's real difficult to inspire our partner to get engaged in that. But the truth is it can happen. And the reason I know this is because that's exactly what happened to Sandy and I when I realized she's the only one I've got right the bottom line is she's the one that worries about me when i'm gone she worries about making sure i'm i'm taken care of and i do the same for her so i thought well if i don't want to worry about her leaving me for something better then i need to be the better and so what did i do i started dreaming about how much better our relationship would be if i just said you know i'm not accepting where it is even when it's good i'm still not accepting i'm still working harder at laughing and giggling and playing with her and staying in a good mood and helping her and being her best friend why 
Why the hell not? And when you think about that same situation, my life is great because of it. More than that, that same concept can be applied to anything in your life. And all it has to, all it comes down to is you having an idea about where you want to be that's better than where you are. You want to bring this conversation around to your job? That's a tough one, right? Oh, my job sucks. My boss sucks. Everyone I work with sucks. And of course, there you are, you know, you know, you get in that mode, all of a sudden you have no energy whatsoever to go ahead and step it up and try and elevate your game. But what would happen if you changed your thinking and you realize my job sucks and you accept that and then you decide, okay, I'm going to do something about it. What could you possibly do in your employment to make your job better? Um, I don't know. Here's an idea. Maybe you could be in a better employee for you. I mean, let's face it. If you, if you stop thinking your life, your job sucks, your job won't suck anymore doesn't matter what you're doing it's what you think about what you're doing now even let's add some let's add some icing on this cake and go, let's go ahead and talk about what would happen if not only did you stop thinking your job sucks but you got inspired because that boss that you don't like you've decided that you could probably do his job better than him now you're all fired up about it and instead of sitting around crying in your in your coffee about how your job sucks you wake up every day and you're learning stuff about the company and you're 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 looking at the internet on your own and trying to learn concepts that you need to master the skills you need to take his friggin job all of a sudden you're going to wake up with a smile on your face why because you've got an agenda that's more inspiring more exciting more energizing than where you are no friggin way it's not possible i know that's what you're thinking but that's that's actually not true it's very possible see success in life and finding happiness and contentment in life is not about where you are it's about what you think about where you are and then changing the trajectory and your plan so that you can find some inspiration energy and put fuel in your tank as you pursue that next goal if you're not moving forward into something you're not moving and it sucks to sit still and here we are. Guess what? Guess what? Here's the, here's the problem, the flaw with our entire plan. You ready for it? The entire plan is designed for us to sit on our ass and do nothing. Stay where you're at. You're 30 years old. The money's gone. The time is gone. Just ride this train out. And when you're 65, you can retire. You'll be tired, fat, unable to move on three or more prescriptions. And, you, and forget about rock climbing. Forget about surfing. You're going to sit there and wait to die. Oh, my God. That's the plan. Are you going to accept it? Or are you going to change it? Let's talk about that when I come back. All right, getting to the point of this, our imperfect lives. The only reason your life is imperfect is because it's supposed to be. And the reason it's supposed to be imperfect is because most of the choices you're making are not your choices. The choices most of us make are made based on the ideas that we've been given, we've been taught to believe. What would happen when we change that, when we start spending time with ourselves, thinking about who we are and what truly inspires us, and then we find the courage to get excited about it and to start taking action in it? All of a sudden, the world the world changes. The whole world changes. Instead of waking up every day tired and grumbling because you have a job that sucks, now because of what you think, solely because of what you think and the ideas you have going in your head and the dreams that you're looking at, all of a sudden you have energy for the things you do why because it's the escape route that you're looking for and the more you think about it guess what the more likely it is that you're going to wake up one day and you're going to realize that where you want to be is way more important than where you are and that's when you go after it that's when the action happens you don't even need to think about it anymore because you wake up so inspired about where you're headed you just can't let it go 
whether it's your relationship, whether it's your financial life, whether it's your employment life, it doesn't matter where what it is, the same principle applies. You have to pick it, get excited about it, let make sure it's connected to who you are and the action comes. I promise that. Hey, listen guys, I really appreciate it. When we come back, we're going to close this bad boy out. Try it, pick something, go after it, change your perspective. Your life isn't perfect right now, accept it and move on. All right, all right, I got to bring it down. Got myself a little fired up on that last round, but it's true. I mean, it's really true. Sandy and I were married when she was 16. I was barely 18. We had a baby on the way. We were broke, poor, dumb, didn't have a clue about life, and we both managed to retire at 55. We've been married 42 years. Our children are immensely successful. Never dreamed that we would be where we are right now, and yet here I am. And one of the things I choose to do, not because I have to, but because I want to make sure my train stays on its tracks, is I show up here every day and I share a story with you, an idea about how I view the world with the hopes that maybe, just maybe, someone will grab a hold of it and say, you know, this dude's right. I, why the hell am I grinding it out? And if I'm grinding it out and I can't change that, I need to change why I'm doing it. It's really that simple. If your life isn't perfect, it's not meant to be. It'll never be perfect. And which is all the more reason why you need to keep working hard at it. I hope you understand what I'm saying. If not, not everything about what I'm saying is going to fit, but if you can find those nuggets of information that do and apply them in your lives, I guarantee you'll wake up every day more energized, more excited, and more ready for the things you love to do. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkins, and this is Your Best Life Defined.